Hi guys, and welcome to the next episode of Bitch Work Podcast. I'm so excited to have my guest here today, Natalie Barbu. Hi. Hi, I'm so excited to be here. I am so excited to have you. Natalie and I met, I feel like we met when we were like a lot younger. I don't remember. I feel like I don't remember the exact time I met. I remember seeing you somewhat in the summer, like with Danielle. Yes, yes. But But I felt like we already met before then. Exactly. I don't remember. (laughs) We went to this event together with Danielle Carolyn and that was definitely like last summer. Yeah. But I feel like we like talked a little bit when we were like YouTube like babies. Oh. Just starting off. Definitely. In the internet world for sure. Yeah. So now Natalie lives in New York and she's here to talk to us all about what she's doing, her career. Um, everything about her life post-grad and kind of how she got to where she is today. And I'm super excited to hear about it because we haven't had anyone on the show yet who like calls themselves a brand consultant Mm -hmm. and like works in that sort of world. And I'm super interested to learn about it because I need help on my brand. Yeah. (laughs) So, so why don't you just kind of tell us like what it is you do on a day-to-day basis and how you would like to find your job? Yeah. So, First, I guess I would say that I'm like an influencer, YouTuber. That's my main job right now, but I am expanding it. So I started off with YouTube. So I have a YouTube channel. Main job is YouTube. And then I also have a podcast. So I guess I'm a podcaster. And then... (laughs) I like hate saying that. I'm like, I have a podcast, but like, am I a podcaster? I know. I mean, you are. But (laughs) it's... Yeah. So it's like, I have a podcast. Um... And then I also started another business where I'm helping people build their personal brand and also helping companies with like their marketing strategies and with their brand. So it's kind of like I work with individuals that are trying to like grow their YouTube channel or their Instagram to help promote their business or whatever that might look like. But then I also help other companies with like their marketing strategies and how to help with um, or how to like get the right audience for them, if that makes sense. Like how to reach better reach their audience. Right. Cool. So how do you balance, like, influencer, YouTube, and then this other side of business? Like, which one kind of takes the reins in your life? Yeah, so thankfully vlogs are very popular now right and you can just like incorporate them into your day yes yeah so because of that it is a lot easier because I am just like vlogging my life like right now I'm doing this podcast and like I'm gonna vlog you know so that'll be a minute in my video and it's just I think people just really want to see like an insight to my life so having that business is a really great supplement to it because then I'm vlogging about like a business not just like what I do every day you know because I feel like that can get kind of tedious and boring so vlogging is pretty easy I have someone that helps me edit my videos so she does a rough cut of them and then I'll go in and add like the titles and everything else and like cut it up if I like don't want something in it which is so helpful editing takes so long yeah yeah no it takes forever and then she also edits my podcast which is huge that is huge yeah that's really good I like edit my podcast while I'm at work I will like be doing tasks and I listen to it while I'm doing work and then if I like need to make a cut like I'll make a little cut and then go back to my task um but it's like the only way I can find time to edit yeah yeah because I mean it's not that I'm editing my podcast a ton I really don't have many edits but it's just like a 45 minute long conversation that you have to listen to. So right. it takes a while. Yeah, just to make sure that everything sounds right and yeah. that there's nothing like the other person wouldn't want in there or anything like that. Exactly. So tell us a little bit more about your podcast. So I have a podcast called The Real Real Podcast and I started it actually almost a year ago, okay, cool. which is really exciting. Um, and it's about, um, basically like the little tagline is like social media is your highlight reel and this is the real real. So I try Thank interviewing, you. thanks. I try interviewing people that have like real careers, uh, might not be like the CEO of their company yet, but they're on their way there. Or they might not be like 
own their own business yet, but they're on their way there, or they just started a business and hearing about their stories, or they're a teacher, or they're, you know, just, like, honestly, just real people, and obviously everyone is a real person, but, you know, like, really hearing their stories and not just hearing, like, the success highlights and stuff like that. That's awesome. It sounds very similar to, like, the audience that would enjoy this podcast, so guys, if you Mm -hmm. haven't listened to Natalie's podcast, definitely go listen to it, because, like, it's just so interesting and helpful to learn those stories, like, because that's what majority of the people in the world aim to be. Exactly. No, exactly. So, that's, like, I really like doing that, because YouTube is kind of a solo job, as you know, Mm -hmm. so having a podcast where you interview people, it lets me be a little more social. (laughs) And, like, with a podcast like that and, like, bitch work, like, it's such an amazing opportunity to network with people yes. and meet people who have just have like cool lives and interesting stories to tell and that's why I love recording bitch work because like you get to come over and hang out and then we talk and like it's just a really good way to get to know people and it's kind of easier to like invite someone onto your podcast than to be like hey you want to like collab on a YouTube video right yeah no I completely agree and it's just a cool way like you were saying to network like I never know when I if I ever need someone in the teaching industry or whatever I can be like oh I had some of my podcasts that did that totally okay that's so fun I love podcasts and like that's a great idea um okay so now like let's get into the nitty-gritty of the brand consulting because Mm -hmm. I feel like we've had people on the podcast before who have been into YouTube and like obviously the YouTube world isn't like such a mystery as it used to be anymore but I feel like the real secret to YouTube and like being an influencer is is having your brand. And I think that's the thing that a lot of people struggle with the most. So, like, what do you do on a day-to-day, like, for these people to make sure that they are growing and thriving Mm -hmm. and, like, really getting the results that they want? Yeah, so basically how it works is you make an appointment on my website. That's, like, the first thing. Or you can actually ask, like, hey, can we set up a 15-minute consultation because I don't know if we're – if I need this, you know? So those are all totally free because I do want to make sure that I'm a good fit for the person because I don't want to waste their time. I don't want to waste my own time or their money. So I'm like, okay, yeah, let's jump on a call to actually see if, like, I can help you. Because sometimes it's like, "Mm, that's not really my specialty. Like, if you want me to, like, run paid ads on Facebook, that's not what I'm doing. So, like, don't come to me. Or if you want me to run your Instagram, like, that's not what I'm doing. Right. I'm not a social media manager or anything like that. But basically I they set up the meeting they set up the appointment pay on there and then we have a one hour zoom call which is a video chat Mm -hmm. and in that beforehand I have them fill out a form so that I know like what their goals are already I know like all of their links and their channels and like exactly what they want to achieve because everyone's is different like everyone wants to achieve something like even if it's similar it's so different each person that you talk to so then I do my research I make a whole outline before I even jump on the call and I like tell them what I think they're doing right, what I think they can be improving on, some brainstorming ideas of like, hey, have you tried this? Or um, I noticed that this is what you're posting on YouTube and maybe this could be a better way to implement that or whatever that might be. Okay, that's like a lot of research and like pretty work to even like get this done. Yeah, so I do probably like 30 minutes. It probably takes me to do an outline beforehand. Okay. And then we meet the one hour call. I go through the outline, but as we're going through it, obviously things come up. We might go on like a tangent. So then as I'm, like, chatting with them, I'm, like, typing on the Google Doc so that I know, like, I'm updating right, it. Right, right, right. Um, adding any links that I might be referencing, and then I send it over to them, and we have a shared Google Drive. So okay, then cool. if they book a next session, everything's in that one folder. And they have the video call and then the outline. So nice. that's, like, the... That's, like, the... Nitty-gritty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nitty-gritty of, like, what you're getting. But, like, what, what, like, advice are you giving them? Like, how do you even, like 
think because for me and like my brand I'm like I have no idea what I'm doing I just post whenever I feel like it and like post what I think is cool so like what is the I guess strategy here when like creating a brand so for example I'll talk about one that I did like this morning so this one girl she's a recurring client of mine and she wants to create kind of a whole brand about self-care and about like being the self-care queen and having like ebooks out and she's already doing like coaching also like in that space and we were just discussing like her ebook for example like okay what are going to be some ways to market it because she was doing Pinterest marketing on her blog and it was getting a lot of people like to her blog which I had told her last session like okay let's get on Pinterest marketing to get more people there and now that it was but she's like but I don't have anything like I'm selling so it's not really converting to like people are coming on and like I'm getting an audience but like I my goal is to make money off of this so then she's creating this ebook and we were just coming up with like the how is how are you going to come up with like the chapters and the topics and kind of brainstorming that and then okay now that we have that out of the way we're going to set a deadline so it's a lot of like accountability too so we set a deadline and then we're like okay well Pinterest ads did well for you so we're going to really push this on Pinterest once it comes out and instead of linking it to your blog you're going to link it to your ebook instead got it and then creating like shareable content on Instagram so that when people if you have a quote people share it and then your username is at the bottom you know like right right all of that stuff so for every single person it's different but it's coming up with a lot of like actual things that you're going to do not just like be consistent and post a lot like yes obviously I'll tell them that but it's more like specific to that person like okay get a Canva account and start making these like graphics and start sharing them or make an ebook and having it be out by end of March you know I think like holding yourself accountable with someone else is like the key here because for me at least I'm like oh whatever I'll just do it later but like if Mm -hmm. someone was like no like this is your deadline this is when you have to get it done it would be so much just more beneficial to like actually have someone that you're working with like a partner almost in in your project you're not like doing it all by yourself and I think that's what most people want like as I've been doing this and I've had like a bunch of clients I'm like most people just want some accountability and they want to kind of have that external or like validation that like you're doing the right thing or like here's how to get there kind of like reassurance right so I think that's what a lot of people honestly are looking for yeah so then that's kind of like what you do when you're working with like a person or like an Mm -hmm. influencer or someone trying to do like a personal brand but how does it differ when you're working with like an actual company that's like already kind of established like I don't know what and and what companies are you like working with if you're allowed to say that yeah so some of them are smaller companies like just local businesses that might or maybe not local but just small businesses that reach out to me like an online boutique or um like a skincare brand like I worked with this Korean skincare brand and stuff like that so I've helped people find influencers I've helped them with like influencer marketing how to properly do it because a lot of people are like I don't have the budget to do influencer marketing and I'm like you don't necessarily need the budget like there's free influencer marketing too yeah so kind of helping them get the foot in the door with influencer marketing and then also other times it's like okay what can you post on Instagram like doing giveaways collabing with these people like maybe doing a collab with this influencer on your clothing store stuff like that um I might do and then I mean it really just like honestly ranges so much and then this one brand it's, like, a bigger skincare brand, and they, like, wanted help with, like, their packaging stuff. They were just, oh, like, cool. showing me a bunch of packaging options, and they're, like, which one do you think would look – what like, when you look at this 
logo or this package, like, what are you thinking? That's so, so cool. So kind of just picking my brain, too. Got it. That's super cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, how did you get started in that? Like, what what in your daily routine were you like, okay, like, I'm going to start doing this? Or, like, did you find, like, a passion for, for your brand and, like, creating your brands? And then you're like, okay, I'm going to help other people with this? Yeah. How did it kind of start? So for me, I just would always get questions like, how do you grow on YouTube? How do you get a lot or how do you make a business out of it? How do you like make this be your full time job or how whatever that might be? And I've been on YouTube for like coming on nine years now this summer, which you have too, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. But you are way better than me. Like, no, I'm like, not. Like, <laughs> like, like YouTube for me is just like my like side like fun. But like, I don't know if I could ever be like a legit YouTuber. I don't know if I have it in me. But your videos are <laughs> literally the same. Like they're just as high quality as everyone else's. <laughs> Thank, Thank so, you. I mean, it's just I've been doing it for so long and I really, really love it. And I think for me, it wasn't anything that like made me go viral. Like I didn't have a viral video. I didn't have like, oh, my God, like all of a sudden they just jumped so many subscribers. Like for me, it's a very slow and steady journey because some people that started even like three years ago have like a million. Totally jumped. I actually (laughs) think that's what like really hinders me from like being like, okay, I'm going to put my all into YouTube because I'm like, I feel like I'm irrelevant now. Like you're not like now there's like the young like. 15 16 year old girls and like even I like watching them I'm like wait there's these videos are like so funny and like they're like the new cool thing that people want to watch and like for me I'm just like wait am I do I even like fit into this YouTube world anymore you know the thing is though like people there's so many people that are looking for someone that is very similar to them you know so like the fact that you live in New York the fact that you work where the food network right yeah yeah the fact that you work at the food network the fact that you're like doing a podcast like there's so many people that want to learn more about that. Right, right. So you're definitely, yeah, maybe you won't get like a million views every video right now, but right. you're going to start gaining that audience. So good with the brand <laughs> insulting. Now I'm like going to upload. No, I actually haven't uploaded on YouTube since literally Thanksgiving. Just no because way. I've been like working on this and then like mm-hmm. it's really super hard to balance with a full time job. Um, and then like obviously my social life and stuff like that. But. I just started making a vlog this morning and I'm Good. going to upload it today or tomorrow. Like I'm, I'm getting back on track. Good. Yeah, yeah. No, for me, it's all about like having a calendar system. Yes. Like I have my Google calendar and that is like right on that every single day. Right. Okay. So back to what we were talking about before, how you got started and all of oh, it. Right. So people would just always ask me like how to grow on YouTube, how to gain subscribers, how to make it your business. And I would always just help them out. Like if my friend wanted to start an Instagram or on a food blog, like, I was like, let me take over, like, let me do this for you. So I just, like, really, really loved social media and, like, making businesses because of social media, which I think is the future. And, like, marketing is now all social media. Like, pretty soon cable's gonna be gone. There's not even gonna be commercials anymore, I feel like, you know? So... Well, there's gonna be different kind of commercials. Like, it's all gonna be digital. It's all gonna be ads. It's not gonna be, like, normal. It's gonna be, like, streaming more so. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like getting in the digital space is really was really smart move for me because it's something I'm very very interested in and I feel like because I've been on social media for so long I kind of see how it's change it how it changes and what works and what doesn't yeah. and I mean people sometimes are like you don't even have like a million subscribers like who are you to tell people how to grow and it's like okay sure that's true but I also like am able to do it full time so I feel like it's right, right. one of those things where You're I successful still have enough where you can be a full time YouTuber slash influencer so you obviously have enough knowledge to yeah. like live off of this yeah and I'm not saying that like oh everyone that does that hat should be a consultant or anything like that but I'm like really interested in marketing in general right. so I like right. look up like how do Google Ads work how does 
this the how do the al- like what is the algorithm and totally. i like do my research on that outside of yeah and there are plenty of too. people who are brand consultants social media managers who don't have any following at all and are simply mm-hmm. hired by a influencer market marketing company or like a marketing company to do that anyways and have no followers who yeah are just like a person who likes marketing yeah and it's so. just like learning about marketing that's really all it takes yeah and even like the outline that you explained that you did like that takes passion and like drive for mm-hmm. this exact business like not every influencer is out here getting the ins and outs of how to do these things and helping other people with it like that that has to come from a passion within or else yeah. it's never gonna work yeah no I just like really really am passionate about that every time so my boyfriend's roommates they were like oh we kind of want to start like um a podcast on like basketball or NBA yeah. or whatever and I was like oh my god let me help you so I will good. do this for you and they're like oh no we're not actually gonna start Ugh. but I was like no you should, you should. like <laughs> you could this could be so popular like what? and I and get also, so excited like, it's, people don't it's like super easy to like make money off of a podcast yeah. or, an Insta- or a YouTube channel I actually don't know that much about Instagram advertising and stuff like I think it's more partnerships it is yeah but like you don't make bank off of like AdSense anymore but like Mm-mm. you could make like 50 bucks a week and like hello that's dinner one night yeah. if you want to go out to dinner with your friends like it's really a nice like extra income to have it yeah. really is and people think like oh you need to have a bunch of subscribers or a bunch of followers to make money no like you were saying like 50 bucks a week is that like that's something from the beginning I feel like that you can start making totally. thanks to Anchor you can yeah. cue your Anchor to totally. oh my God. Anchor is like so I actually do have an Anchor um sponsor I know I was like yes. put it right here because I do the same exact thing you're gonna put it right here because Anchor is the best and it's how I distribute this podcast yeah <laughs> okay so now can you just give us like a little bit of a play-by-play of like what a day looks like in the life of you because you work for yourself a lot of it is definitely like self-motivated and mm-hmm. I have a hard enough time getting out of bed when I know I have to go to a job um that I need to be at yeah <laughs> so can you like just tell us like a little bit of your daily routine yeah so for me, a morning routine is, like, crucial. Like, I, I know it's not for everyone, but I, like, love my morning routines. So I wake up at, like, 7 every morning, and then I'm a huge morning person, though. Like, I love waking up in the morning and, like, waking up early. So I'll set my alarm for, like, 6.45. I'll get out of bed at, like, 7.15, and then I go, like, straight to the gym. So I put okay. on my workout clothes, and I literally, like, immediately go to the gym just because that energizes me. It wakes me up, and it's just, like, a good consistent start to my day come home make breakfast typically I'll make like eggs and (laughs) bread with avocado toast or something like that um and then after that I pretty much like get to work so I'll sit at my desk I'll open up my laptop and I kind of just see what I have to do all day so today this morning for example I came back from the gym at 8 40 did a really quick breakfast and at 9 a.m I had a consultation so it just depends and I know it's like a bad answer but I'll give you like today for example yeah did all that, came back, had the consultation, and then afterwards I, like, sent out the consultation to her, like, sent out the document and the drive, like, emailed her and all of that stuff, and then I actually had to, um, take, like, a sponsored Instagram post today that's due today, so I have, like, a tripod that has a Bluetooth remote because I feel so annoying asking people to take pictures of me, so I, like, set that up, and that always takes so much longer when it's, like, you're taking pictures of yourself with the thing right right you know because yeah you have to like, yeah. make sure you're in focus and like it's, it's a lot more trial and error right so I did that um got that picture waited to edit those photos until I got on the subway yes. because to multitask and then I was just like checking my email um uploading my podcast because my podcast goes up on Mondays so I was like editing the intro so my assistant edits like the interview part but I edit the intro and outro putting that all together adding the ads uploading that 
doing a little description. And then I'm also, like, in the middle of editing a video, but I haven't finished that yet. And then I came here. (laughs) Okay, cool. So, you know, I mean, every day is really different. Like, some days I'll have, like, four consultations, and that takes up literally my whole entire day. Yeah. Other days I'm more focused on video editing. Other days I'm more focused on, like, recording a podcast or whatever. So it just depends. But I have a Google calendar where I write down like everything. So I'll like plan out my day hour by hour. I also use Google calendar. It's the best thing ever. I like Mm. want to get an iPad so I can like see my Google calendar on an iPad. Like specifically for that reason. (laughs) That's so funny. I have an iPad and I never look at that. So maybe I should start using that more. (laughs) Yeah, I really, I I really, really need it. Also, I want an iPad to like make graphics. Oh, I have that at Procreate. Yeah. I never use it. I need to use it. I know. So oh, it not just artistic. seems like so fun and like I want to get like an Apple pen because mm-hmm. it just seems like the greatest thing ever but I will probably never use it as well if I get it so I'm really holding off on that. I used it in college so oh, I used yes. my iPad for notes so that instead of having like notebooks and stuff like that I literally just did all my notes on my iPad Pro and that was like a lifesaver and a game changer. Um, but now after college, I don't really use it as much. Got it. Okay. So speaking of college, Mm -hmm. let's kind of get into how you got to where you are, how like your college career might have influenced or not influenced where you are now. And you also had a job when you graduated, right? Yeah. So I'd love to hear more about that, but let's just start off like where you went to school and what you studied. So I went to NC State University in North Carolina. Um, It's in Raleigh, North Carolina. And then I graduated in 2018, majored in industrial engineering. So I always knew I was going to go to school for engineering because I just really like math and I was more like math-brained, I guess, if that's a word. Um, (laughs) What you're doing now, like definitely has that sort of like organized mathematical vibe yeah to it. Like, I like data a lot yes. you know so like I like track their growth with numbers and I like seeing like my own data so yeah. I do like numbers a lot still but I feel like I'm like heavily like math brained I don't know if that's a word but then also very creative too so I kind of have mixed those two together now but I majored in engineering um I just always knew I was going to do that and then I got a job at Accenture after school which is a consulting company so it's a different type of consulting that I'm doing now one question yeah so in college um like during your summers and stuff did you have internships in engineering like were you working on YouTube like what did those situations look like yeah I actually had an internship after my sophomore year of college I had one at Ralph Lauren but it was in their e-commerce like warehouse that's cool though (laughs) yeah so it was like the engineering side um I realized quickly that's not what I wanted to do like distribution centers and like warehouses so can you explain to us a little bit of like what what that means to like intern in an e-commerce part of a business yeah what does that mean well, for me, I was where they shipped out, like, all... So, if you order anything off RalphLauren.com, like, I was working where that facility was, where they stored everything, okay. and basically, me and my other friend who was an intern, our jobs were to, like, make sure everything was run as efficiently as possible, so, like, that the workers were quick and efficient, that, like, the layout of where they were, like, packaging things was efficient, like... Okay, if, cool. So, it was a lot about, like, efficiency and saving time, which then, in turn, saves money. Right. So, that was our job. It was incredibly boring (laughs) but I think internships are really good to learn what you don't want to do yeah exactly so I was like okay I don't want to work in like a distribution distribution center or a warehouse like I know that for a fact so it was a good summer like I really loved the girl I interned with I liked the team it was really good exposure it It was in High Point North Carolina which is also another reason why it was really boring. There was, like, literally nothing to do And there. how did you get that internship? Because, like, Ralph Lauren is a really cool company yeah, to intern for. Yeah, no, I was so excited. Um, so I got that internship through my, like, 
school portal like we had like a career portal at our school and I just applied on there and then got it so I mean it was like a really really great opportunity and I'm so glad I had it because now I had like an internship on my resume my sophomore year like a great amazing company yeah like everyone knows Ralph Lauren and it also connects to like fashion and beauty which you're obviously doing already so it definitely like goes with the flow of your resume for sure I can imagine yeah no so it was a really really great opportunity I definitely do not regret it at all um and then the next summer after my junior year since I already had an internship I really want to focus on YouTube I was like I got that on my resume already I want to try focusing on YouTube so that summer I just did YouTube full-time and it was great like I really really liked it I grew um, I think like a good amount in that summer okay cool and I think those were the times when the videos were like outfit of the days and like yes. lookbooks and I mean it was like transitioning to vlogging but like not there yet not there yet so I had to spend like a lot of time like filming the video and like planning the video out and stuff like that um but that was a lot of fun and then the summer after I graduated I actually moved to LA for two months oh okay yeah I was only there for a summer and I was like I'm just gonna try YouTube and being like in LA like the heart of YouTube basically yes. <laughs> it's like you go you have to go to LA to become big on YouTube exactly apparently. no but it actually like, didn't grow my channel as much as I thought like it yeah. would I mean it was nice to meet with brands and like go to events and like meet other YouTubers but in terms of, like, helping my channel grow, it, like, didn't really do much. Interesting. Yeah. So, but I just was, like, this is my last summer before, like, I have a job for the next 20 years, yeah. I thought. So, I was, like, I'm, I'm so gonna go. So, you fully, like, had the intention of, like, working full-time and, like, working in a 9-to-5 job when you graduated college. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I financially could not like do YouTube full-time when I was applying for jobs my senior year so I was like there's no way like I'm not making anywhere near as much as I need to be making on YouTube to do this full-time so I'm just gonna like apply to jobs rely on that work on it the same way I've been working on it while I've been in school and then hoping for the best yeah and then I got to my job and I got my job actually my um September of my senior year so literally like all of senior year I was chilling like yes, I like had amazing. a job I was like which like I feel I'm like good. happens in like engineering and like business yeah so then it happens in like media and, and yeah fashion and stuff like that exactly so it was really nice that I had that so like senior year I kind of was just cruising along um but then I worked at Accenture I liked it it was a good company it's like uh, consulting is a great way to go and I have a video like literally all about consulting in terms of, like, big consulting companies, if you guys want to check it out, but... (laughs) Give us, like, a little brief excerpt of, like, a little bit about what it is and, like, your responsibilities there. Yeah, so basically what consulting is at, like, a big company is they hire you and then other companies, like, for example, a big bank or a, like phone retailer or a like insurance company or whatever that might be have projects and they need like your expertise and your skills to help them complete that project so they're gonna hire consultants from like Accenture or Deloitte or whatever other like Boston consulting group or Mm -hmm. other consulting companies and they're gonna hire them like contract them to work on the project so like technically I worked for Accenture but every day I would go to the client to work on their project and then every few months like depending on how long you're on that project you're on to a next one so you get exposure to a ton of different industries yeah because you're never just stuck in one unless you really like it and like right. asked to be extended but sure. if you don't like a project it's nice because you can just roll we'll move off. on to the next mm-hmm. one okay what was like your favorite thing that you worked on so I was on one project my entire time that I was there um I worked at a bank and it was just pretty like it was I loved the people that I worked with but the work was like pretty boring and I know I I hate to say that but like I was just in like a very like not fun park like it it. wasn't like I I wasn't making any change I didn't feel like I didn't feel like I was challenging myself so I really like worked on YouTube while I was doing that as well and then eventually kind of like as I started graduating and like 
as I started my job, I kind of realized, like, I can do this full-time way sooner than I thought. Okay, cool. So I was like, all right, I'm going to really try. Like, I'm going to really try because I don't want to be here for a while because I don't like this job. Right. Um, and then I was like, okay, I'll quit, like, in December, like, a, like this past year. So it basically would have been me quitting, like, a month or two ago. And then I was like, okay, no, I'll give it until I work there for a year, until September. And then I was like, I can't do it anymore. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> How long did you work there? Nine months. Okay, cool. Almost a year. Yeah, yeah. almost a year. Mm-hmm. Um, At what point were you like, okay, now I can finally do it. Like, now I can move to New York. Now I can be a YouTuber. Like, now I can really... Like, what what was the stick that, like, broke the camel's back? You're like, I can do it now. Honestly, a lot of it for me was finances. Like, it was just, like, can I live off of this comfortably? So I wanted to be making more than I was making at my corporate job to, like, not just the same, but, like, more than that because YouTube is so fluctuating, you know? So once I realized that, like, this was a lot more steady and I could do this and I had a really big savings, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm comfortable. Like, worst case... If at the end of the day, if YouTube stops, if it stops making me money, I will go back and I will apply for another job. Like, yeah. I'm not above that. Like, I'm not like, oh, I'm never going to work in corporate again. Right, I don't right. want to if it's not my choice. But, like, if I need to, I will. So, I have my engineering degree. I have this business that I'm right. starting. YouTube in itself is a business. I am I feel like I would be able to find a job totally. and pretty I th- quickly. And so. I think that showing that you have the initiative to, like, start all of these things yourself is, like way cooler and way more impressive on a resume than just like being at like a corporate job to the next corporate job like if you do love consulting and that's what you want to be in like your resume reflects that in so many Mm -hmm. different ways which is so incredible yeah yeah so I'm not that's the thing like it was a it's a leap but I'm like so happy that I'm doing it yeah so now I want to get into like a little bit about your move to New York because I I obviously moved to New York as well I lived in Philly though so it was like a super easy move and transition for me and a lot of people who listen to the podcast want a little want to know a little bit more about like the process of moving to New York and like Mm -hmm. what it's like to live here so like can you just give us a little bit of a an explanation of like how it was for you and like meeting people and like actually like finding an apartment moving here like what that was like yeah I like have always dreamed of moving to New York forever like I was one of those nine-year-old girls that was like I'm gonna move to the big city one day (laughs) like I always wanted to move to New York had you been before before you moved yeah and I have a lot of friends from college that moved up here and so I like was visiting them in their teeny tiny apartments so it wasn't like I was like unaware that it's expensive and you're gonna get a small space like I feel like I kind of knew what it was like to live here without actually having to live here right um so once I made I made the move in uh when was it September September I have found a subleaser for my apartment in North Carolina so that was all taken care of my car actually got totaled like a few (gasps) months oh no (laughs) a few months before I moved which was like honestly such a blessing because then it wasn't my fault so they just my insurance company just paid it like paid me out that was a sign from the universe you know no exactly so I was like oh my god this is amazing like I'm so happy that I my car got totaled because now I don't have to deal with selling it yeah that's amazing (laughs) and then I looked for an apartment here you should probably start looking like a month before I would say yeah did you use street easy I use street easy and I also use lofty and lofty they like put me up with a realtor from there okay and they were really really nice and like really informative I highly highly recommend them I've never heard of that they like try to get your rent down and if they can't get your rent down then they like give you back a certain amount a month do you pay them Mm -mm, nope so technically I got back 25 dollars a month which like 
is nice. not a lot, but well, like, it that's adds something. Up. Yeah, yeah. So I got like a little bit of a discount, which is super nice for like literally just using them. Yeah. Um, and then I use Street Easy to like send her the links and be like, "Is this a real place?" Because they have on the back oh, end, okay, they can tell it. like if it's real or not. Wow, lofty! I've never heard of that. It's great. That's, That's amazing. Great. Not that I ever plan on moving because I'm obsessed with my apartment, but like if I ever do, I will use. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it is awesome. So, apartment search was kind of brutal. Things get taken really quickly. There's really shady people out there. Mm-hmm. Like. We, I don't know, we, like, thought we found a place, and then they were, like, really shady, and then we had to, like, pull back, and kind of lost money by doing that, and then it was just, like, kind of a mess, and then we wanted another place, and then we got rejected, and I was, like, I don't understand why we're getting rejected. And also, like, your apartment, especially when you work from home and you work for yourself, is, like, you need it to be a good space where you Mm -hmm. feel comfortable being all the time, and you have room, and just, like, the space to actually, like, run a business from. Exactly. So... That was just really hard. I ha- like my roommate and I were very discouraged. We're like, oh my god, like <sighs> the when apartments we are just sucks. Yeah, when we applied for our apartment that we live in now, we're like, let's not get our hopes up. <laughs> but we ended up getting it, so Good. it was fine. And now I like want to live here forever. Like right. I literally, lo- I love it here so much. It's perfect. I think when I first graduated college, I was like obsessed with moving to LA. All I wanted to do was move to LA. Like I could not wait. Like I got a job in New York and I was like, I'm only going to be here for a year and then I'm moving to LA. Like I need to get out of here. And now like two and a half, three years later, I never want to leave. Yeah. It's just, I love LA to visit. Cause I was the same way. I thought that, well, I always wanted to move to New York, but I was like, LA seems more realistic. I was like, yeah, maybe LA, you know, it's a little more like not as, like, big city That's so funny because, to me, I was like, New York City is way more realistic than L.A. Like, I can't move across the country. I don't know why I thought L.A. was more realistic because I'm from the East Coast. But I, mean, I it just... Is, it is, like, more affordable in a sense. Mm-hmm. Like, you can get a nice big apartment in L.A. for way less than you yeah. in New York. Yeah. But you also have to pay for a car and, like, Exactly. All that and, like, street parking yeah. and all of that. So, once I lived in L.A. for a summer, I was like, oh, my God, get me out of here. Like, I can never live here. And also, like, it's so hard to get everywhere. Like, oh, I hate it. I had Allie Fry on the podcast last mm-hmm. week, and we had a whole conversation about how just, like, getting anywhere in New York is the greatest it's ever. It's so easy. Yeah. Like, me getting here to you, I just hopped on the subway took me like 20 minutes on the subway but like I was doing work while I was doing yeah. it like you in LA to, you're stuck you in have traffic like, it's almost like you have zero responsibilities in the sense of transportation like it's all just taking care of you granted sometimes the subway sucks but like most times it's amazing yeah yeah I've never run into any issues with the subway I'm lucky that I don't like have to go during rush hour you yes, know so I can totally, avoid that totally. so maybe um I'm looking at it in like a <laughs> different view but no, well, that's really true Okay, so last up, um, I posted you on my Instagram story on Bitchwork Podcast, and we got a few questions, so let's just answer some of these, and then that'll be it. Okay, awesome. Wait, what is your favorite thing about being an influencer? Um, I think, honestly, just, like, engaging with people who watch my videos. Like, I really, I've met so many cool people, like, just as friends in real life and also just like on the street or whatever Isn't like it's so crazy when someone comes up to you on the street i'm like oh my god wait what like you know who i am like it's just like so mind-blowing and it's the coolest coolest thing no it's great that's definitely my favorite part and then i mean like getting free stuff is nice you know what? <laughs> thank you for saying that free stuff rocks and i yeah. feel like a lot of like youtubers or influencers are like they try to like steer away from saying how awesome it is but like getting no, it's free really, shit really is really amazing nice. it is so nice like i have a lot of things i don't have to pay for as anymore because i get them sent to me that's incredible yeah that is that's a dream i want that i mean i have like a few things but nothing that was like actually sustainable so thank you for saying that like that's the truth yeah <laughs> um 
So someone asked, what was your degree and how does it relate to your current job? Which I feel like we kind of covered, but like, mm-hmm. are there, is there anything specific in like engineering that like helps you out in your day to day? Well, in my classes, we learned about like product development and like a lot more business stuff too in industrial engineering. So I think that just helped me like come up with like how I want to run a business and like the numbers part of it and like how to do market research. We did like market research in my um, classes. So stuff like that I think is like definitely still pertains to like what I'm doing now. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Well, that's it. Those are all of our questions. Thank you so much for coming here today. I really appreciate it. Um, If you guys have any like specific questions for Natalie, obviously you guys can DM her, message her, follow her on Instagram, watch her YouTube channel, listen to her podcast. She's literally available everywhere. So go for it. Um, Also, do not forget to Follow Bitch Work Podcast on Instagram and listen to the podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Leave a review and all that good stuff. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.